You're listening to Encounters in Nature, an open-air dialogue in the North Woods with Celtic polytheist Drew Jacob, voodoo priest Urban Haas, and humanistic pagan B.T. Newberg. Today's segment, the last in a five-part series, is entitled Bringing It Home. So, I guess I have one more thing that I'm wondering about for all of us, and that is, and this is going to be a slightly funny question depending on what your <laughs> perspective on nature is, and... Uh-huh. But nature sucks. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's why we're here. <laughs> when you go out into nature, whatever that means to you, mm-hmm. and you have a profound experience, whatever mm-hmm. that means to you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you go back to your daily life, what do you bring back with you in a sense? What do you value from that that can continue mm-hmm. on throughout your life? Well, I'll start with that one. I, I think we've already answered that, first of all. <laughs> and, and, and the reason I say that is we talked about you know, a transformative or experience or experience that changes you. Obviously, that becomes a part of you, and that part of you goes back and, and sees things a bit differently than it did before. So uh, hopefully, um, you know, when you go out in nature and either you do some camping with a tent or a cabin or... Um, you know, in a boat, whatever it is that you do, um, you know, you, you, you're having experiences that tend to make you see things a little bit differently. I mean, the case in point that I'm going to make here is, you know, we're out here in northern Minnesota and there are thousands and thousands of stars overhead. Mm. And I can't see that in the city. I know I can't, mm. you know, I mean, maybe I'm lucky to see three, <laughs> um, or maybe I'm lucky to see a dozen, depending upon what kind of city I'm in. But that's that's a, that's a a vision that I can see right now that you know stays with me, and I know that they're there, no matter where I am, no matter what I'm doing. I can remember that, and that's just one tiny example of you know jumping in the lake at night when the water is warmer than the air, hmm. or you know cooking in a campfire, or you know, whatever that experience is for you, hiking in the woods, maybe by yourself, maybe with some friends. Um, it's, it's, it's something that you take with you because it changes who you are. Mm. And those kinds of experiences to me are highly spiritual in a way because they lift up your spirit. Mm. Definitely. I would agree with that 100%. My, uh, my answer to the question would be confidence and freedom. Mm. when you come back from from that kind of intensive trip in the woods when you come back from living with nature even just the first time you've done it there is this sudden sense of possibility of knowing that no matter what happens with your with your life, <laughs> like if your career goes awry, or if you were to lose your house, or all these other things, you could be a mountain man someday. You 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 know you could be you could be yeah. a hermit in the woods, <laughs> and or a part of a community in the woods, <coughs> and, and that you're you know the the price of failure is not necessarily that you're going to be a hobo eating garbage and sleeping with newspaper over you in the winter. It, uh-huh. There you have the option of living not not eking out a sad existence, but of living a happy, fulfilling life at any time you want in in the woods. 
for free with really very little to no money needed to start and um, everything you need on an ongoing basis for free except for companionship which you can bring with you and uh, once you realize that once you know first of all that you've seen your own your own hands and your own body make it through something you once thought was impossible but then the added dimension of what that means of the the fact that you could you could live completely a satisfying life for free um, nothing can really scare you or phase you anymore it becomes more and more of a sense of understanding that all of the stuff you're doing in your career or school or with your family or or you know the rat race or whatever else is really something you're choosing to do it's not something you have to do and that's an incredibly liberating experience that's it, freedom it's freedom yeah I mean suddenly you realize like you know is there a reason I'm doing this and if so you focus on that and you have a goal and if there's not a reason you're doing it you don't like doing it then you can change it <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people don't get that. Mm -hmm. Must be very empowering. I mean, it is. You know, like I said earlier, I think I think nature is very scary for people, and and to to be able to conquer a fear is a very empowering and liberating experience, mm. like you described. Right. Yeah. Good point. And it must also be quite an experience of, uh, as you said, confidence as well as willpower, mm. because I can only imagine that anyone who embarks upon that is going to encounter no shortage of naysayers. <laughs> yes. From their family, friends, bosses. Yep. Pretty much um, all directions coming at you. Correct. And yet, if you can uh, continue to summon that will to follow that dream and discover that truth about mm. yourself, that you can live free in that sense, what does that mean for your self-esteem, for your value of yourself as a person, mm -hmm. and for your value of life as a whole. And a sense of integrity that you don't ever have to sell out or do something you don't agree with in order to get by. Hmm. Which is kind of at a premium these days, that kind of integrity. But it's something we all have if we choose it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I mean, the the part I don't know about is is the uh, the these days part. Ah, uh, interesting. There's nice. there's there's a an ongoing conversation um, my wife has that uh, with another individual that you know are things really different or they've always been this mm. way. Yeah. And you know it it could be that you know that kind of feeling of lack of integrity is not necessarily unique to our time and place. I, I agree with that. Mm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My grandpa's. My grandpa on my dad's side used to say, times change, people don't. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I like that. That's good. The cynical side of me really that appeals to that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but does it matter? Does it matter for what you're going to do? No, no, right. it doesn't matter at all. I mean, no. the, the point you made, which is, you know, being able to break out of that and do it is, mm -hmm. is empowering for yourself. And it doesn't matter whether, time, or whether people change or not. The, right. the yeah. thing that's important is you've changed yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That sense of personal transformation. Hmm. To me, what I really value about um, an experience in nature and what I think sticks with me more than anything else um, as I grow into the rest of my life is really less a lesson learned so much as an experience that is totally unique and that will stay with me for the rest of my life. The, that wordless presence 
that I was talking about before, where um, you have an encounter in nature and it takes your breath away. Mm. And there's something about that that is transformative and changes how you're going to live the rest of your life. Mm. Once you know that that is possible in life and that you are able to go out and and find that experience or at the very least that you're able to be open to that experience because there's there's two parts of it there's one there's there's the, ex the experience coming to you but there's also you being receptive enough to notice it hmm. to recognize it mm -hmm. and so that has something really important to say about who you are and how you're going to live your life and I don't know, there's just something that's permanently memorable and transformative about going out into the woods and just having an experience that no one else is going to experience. And it's just a, a, a precious gem that will be with you forever. Hmm. Well, I, um, I was uh, here, uh, this is where, the, the location where we're at is actually um, my grandparents' cabin. They have good taste, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, so I've been here. The end of a long road. <laughs> I've been up here uh, a number of times throughout my life. And about seven years ago, rough, roughly seven years ago, I remember walking out um, along the gravel road that leads out to here and kind of striking off the path into the woods. There's no path, just going, following my nose. And I came upon this one particular tree. It was... It was a big tree with um, a wide girth to its trunk and a beautiful spanning canopy. Um, other people might not have noticed it for anything in particularly special. It wasn't enormous, but to me it just really struck me at that moment. And I was moved, and I just decided that um, I wanted to do something to mark this. And so I started gathering... Uh, stones and I made a, a stone circle around and it. it took me about the it was like a whole afternoon's worth of labor mm. and I knew that you know what I'm probably never going to be able to find this spot again <laughs> <laughs> no one else may ever see it again <laughs> and no one else may ever see it again but that didn't really matter and I tried to mark it a little bit I took some stones out by the gravel road that maybe I would be able to find them again. I thought, you know, this is going to be gone in one winter's time. Uh, but you never know. Today I went out and I tried to find it. I couldn't, of course. But somewhere out there, there's that stone circle. And there's that tree. And there's I nothing to replace an experience like that. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. You talk about... It, it, the way. It, the, one of the things I heard out of there that struck me was that of perception. You know, you're having these this spiritual experience, and, and you perceive that. And I've been asked by some people, you know, why did you become a priest? And to me, I couldn't deny the spiritual experiences I was having. Mm, yep. Um, and these things happen on a day-to-day -day everywhere, whether you're in the city, whether you're in the wilderness, no matter where they are, they happen. But most people don't see them. They're oblivious. They're invisible. Whatever it is that they are, I don't mean to be derogatory. They just, they're not seeing that kind of and that sharing that kind of experience with themselves and and to me it's that perception of spiritual experiences that are happening all around you that was the reason that i chose the path i was on 
Mm. And it, it, it just strikes me that I hear that with you. You know, you're, it, mm. you're, you're doing your own thing, which is different than I think, but right. yet that part of it is common between us. Right. right. Yeah. yeah, being true to yourself and your experience. And being able to recognize it. Yes. For something that's actually happening in our lives. And to value that. And to value that, yeah. Mm. yeah. And to have the confidence, as Drew was saying, to go against whatever other people might be saying about it and say, no, this is important to me and to life. Mm. So I want to thank my, my guests today, um, Drew Jacob, author of Rogue Priest and Walk Like a God. And I'm going to put in a quick plug, roguepriest.net. Check it out sometime. And Urban Hawes, author of Chasing the Asson. Am I saying that right? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> and what is the Asan, by the way? The Asan is the rattle that the uh, the voodoo priest holds, or priestess for that matter, um, that they shake to uh, get the attention of the spirits, hmm. draw them to them. All right. And once again, I'm B.T. Newberg, um, editor at Humanistic Paganism. So check us all out, little plug. <laughs> <laughs> Never hurts. <laughs> So I think we're going to enjoy the rest of this night and the stars and the fire and the silence all the around moons. us. Thanks for listening. Have a good night, everybody. Good night. This has been Encounters in Nature, an open-air dialogue in the North Woods with Celtic polytheist Drew Jacob, voodoo priest Urban Hawes, and humanistic pagan B.T. Newberg. Encounters in Nature is a production of Humanistic Paganism. HTTP colon slash slash humanisticpaganism.wordpress.com Ah,